0: you and your mom are hillbillies this is a house of learned doctors you're not a doctor you're a big fat curly-headed fuck
1: welcome to the black irish podcast Black Irish Podcast with Mike Crawford, myself, Brendan McCorkle. How you doing, Mr. Mike? I'm good, Brendan. How are you today? I'm good, in my man. water, man. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> We're just starting here. No big deal. So um, I wanted to start out this week. I asked my son and my wife uh, a riddle over the weekend, and they couldn't get it. And as a dude, I want to see there's, a, there's an instant trick to this, to know the answer. I want to see if you know it, or if you're just going to figure it out. Ready? As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Each wife had seven sacks. Each sack had seven cats. Each cat had seven kittens. Kits, cats, sacks, and wives. How many were going to St. Ives?
0: Kids, cats, saints... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> 49. I
1: don't know. Man. No, not even close. Hold on,
0: hold on. You said kids cats, kids, cats, saints, and wives. So that's four, and it was all times seven. So 28? Nope. Wrong again. There you go.
1: One. The answer is one. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Nobody knows what they were doing. And the cheat code is that Samuel L. Jackson figures it out in Die Hard with a Vengeance.
0: Too bad I've never seen Die Hard with a Vengeance. What? <laughs> You've never hey, seen dude. Die Hard with a Vengeance? I've never seen any Die Hard. You can take them all, package them up together, <sighs> shoot them in the wastebasket.
1: Man, we sound like a couple of morons here between The Godfather and Die Hard. <laughs> That's not good. Sorry, well, man. I mean, speaking of which, we might as well just jump into the Godfather review, because I have an iconic, ironic review. So, I did finally watch The Godfather for the first time in its entirety, uh, yesterday. One day?
0: That's amazing. Not all guess.
1: of them. The first one. Oh, okay. The Godfather. One movie. Three hours. It took me about four to get through it, though, because I had oh, other shit yes. going on. But... <laughs> So, I mean, the opening scene... And you've obviously seen this, right, Mike? Since you've bagged on me so hard for it? So... the, I mean, it opens up and immediately... Cool font, right? It's, like, iconic font. Awesome, right? Then they go in, show this James Bond villain-looking motherfucker. Who's just sitting there with this giant chin. Like, what? Did they have to do that? I don't get... Like, I don't know. It just seemed like it was harder to portray with that giant, (laughs) just stuck out chin. I don't know. And then it's like, he's got to talk to every single person at his daughter's wedding, which I get it. Like, that's the tradition, but like everybody gets some time with him. But wouldn't that be the one day where he would be like, absolutely not. Nobody talks to me today. I don't know. (laughs) It just seemed weird to me. And then they, so they're showing the wedding scene, the opening scene, fat guy dancing, asking for more wine, whatever. The, the old guy from Look Who's Talking is still old in this movie, which how does that happen? Remember the old guy with the eyebrows, the big old bushy eyebrows? look who's talking yeah, man, it's just like morgan freeman man i've never <laughs> seen Morgan freeman young like he's just always been old man i know but oh, he's man. also black he looks the same forever but i will say something else <laughs> robert duvall looks pretty much the same like he's gotten a little wrinklier and gray but yeah. like he looks exactly the same it's crazy how yeah. some of these people do that or they just have really
0: good plastic surgeons ah, I don't they know. make a lot of money so there you go
1: but then, okay, so then the wedding scene, they're doing the dance, whatever, and then there's one of these freaking, whatever, chose hanging out on the side, like, oh man, if it was any other wedding, I'd totally, you know, you know how much is in that money bag right now? It's like, okay, if you're at this wedding, aren't you guys all supposed to be tight? And like, you're not going to rob each other? So if it wasn't the Don's daughter, you would have robbed the, no, that wouldn't have happened. You wouldn't have been at that wedding. So I thought that was kind of lame. And then the how wedding, so the wedding dress she has, giant white bib in the front. I don't even know how she can like, hug or kiss her husband with this giant thing popping out in front. I don't know, it's, I mean the 70s I guess, but jeez louise. And then, so they're doing that, they're having the dance, and then they have this old lady come up, start singing, and then an old dude comes up, like, like it's a freestyle battle, And he's basically rapping in Italian, like, all right, we're getting down at this point, point." like, starts grooving and shit. It's it's hilarious. (laughs) I'm like, this guy, they're like, come on, come on. He's like, okay, fine. But we're doing it the right way. And just, like, drop the mic in his dance, and it's awesome. Oh, so then, let's see. Where was I at? So in the beginning, Al Pacino seems like kind of a bitch. They're at the wedding. That's harsh, bro. They're at this wedding... And he's just, like, spilling the beans to Diane Keaton, which, by the way, I don't know if it's just me, but she's hotter when she's older. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but he's just, like, with his semi-serious girlfriend. Like, hey, just so you know, here's some uh, stories that could put my family away for life. Just off the cuff at this wedding. He'll do that shit. Fuck that guy. So,
0: gotta, so so, the reality sets in too much, but you also got to remember you're watching a movie, but so, so this is just movie rhetoric. Yeah,
1: I know, but it just seemed like a bitch move. Just saying. So then, the, you know, moving on to the horse head scene, which you know is coming. It's still it, it, mind-blowing. It's still awesome. It's still just amazing. You know it's coming, and it's it delivers, no matter what. Delivers every time. So... Then, So then they're they're setting up Luca Brasi to go in and try and infiltrate the other family, whatever. This fool's getting ready. He puts on a bulletproof vest. I'm like, it must have been advantageous to be a fat fuck in the mafia because you can wear a vest and nobody would know. Because you're just puffed out all the time. But if you're like one of these fit, skinny dudes, you can't wear a vest, man. Just be all puffed out. Look you're like you're wearing famous, them, Brendan, people would be highly disrespected by some of the things you say, but... I'm just saying. These are my observations, okay? Fat fuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he looked like. Oh, let's see. Uh, let's see. What happens next? Oh, yeah, and for sure they can't show the waiver before this movie that no animals were harmed during the making of this film. They start fucking up all kinds of animals in this movie. Horses, fish, all that kind of shit. And then, so, fast forward to the hospital scene. Pacino, they line him up outside with, you know, the old captain or whatever. And this dude's like 170 years old and, like, throws his limp dick wrist at Pacino's face and knocks him out and breaks his jaw. Like, this super old dude. And then, uh, so... This main guy we're supposed to believe that is going to be built up to be this Don has a biscuit chin. <sighs> Come on. What does his chin have to do with it, bro? I don't know, man. It was a weak punch. <laughs> and then and then his... his So then he's like, he broke his jaw.
0: It's like, don't all right. Don't you think most Dons are pretty soft-chinned anyway, being that they ain't getting touched their Dons, bro? Yeah, but I don't know. It was just one of those things where I was like... Dang, dude! <laughs> this guy
1: like was in the military. It's not like, you know, it's not like he just came out and was fluffed up all his life. He had to go through at least basic training. Come on, man!
0: Well, I don't know. Technically speaking, I guess you're right. But still, man, I don't make your chin. If you ain't never been hit on your chin, it's still soft. Don't worry. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it take a couple taps for, to work up to to being able to. So that. So then.
1: They go and, you know, Pacino does his thing. You know, it's that dramatic scene where he goes to the bathroom, grabs a gun. He comes out. You're not sure if he's going to chicken out or not or try and negotiate with him. And then he's like, fuck it. Blast, blast. And then he sh- they ship him off to Italy. He gets to Italy and he's like, man, this is boring. Hey, there's a hot chick. By the way, guy, I'm going to start fucking your daughter. And he's like, all right, but let us watch. So he's kind of respectful in it, but then I have no concept of time from there because I'm trying to base off of the courtship and the marriage with this Sicilian chick in Italy. Like, I'm basing it off of the bruise on his face from his broken jaw because that's the only so time, that's you base time frame of reference that I have because they're just out in the wild. It's like, am I going to base it off the trees or the grass? Like, I don't know. So it seemed like this all happened, like, I'm gonna court your daughter and then within like two weeks they got hitched that was quick in my opinion but is what it is so then back on the homeland james con is dealing with his shithead brother-in-law who's beating the shit out of adrian from rocky who apparently was just made for this role to just be this a uh, just broken down poor woman with that that cry Aah! that fucking terrible looking cry scream thing Ugh. but she's got it nailed So, the other thing was, nobody went back to Italy for the wedding? Or did he just not tell anybody when Pacino got married? Because, yeah, it's like, people know that he's there. You would think his, like, his brother would show up or something. Somebody. Because they could go that way. He just couldn't come to America. I don't know. I thought that was weird, too. Anyway. So then, (laughs) they're all huddled up at the big house back in the States or whatever. And James Conn gets a phone call that his brother-in-law went off the handle too far this time with pregnant Adrian. And so he's going to go handle business, right? It takes this poor guy like two minutes just to get out of his own driveway because they got to move a car. His car is not facing the exit of the driveway and it's all gravel rocks. Like they picked the absolute worst scenario for a getaway. If somebody went to raid the house. I'm just saying it wasn't thought through very well. Maybe that's why they're criminals. Because that it's that extra little edge that they didn't have to be legitimate. I don't know.
0: It's a movie, sir.
1: Yeah, well, that's why you get racked, James Conn, Because you're not smart enough to have the car parked the right way or pave your road. So, <laughs> sorry, bro. So then, James Conn really gets really lit up. Movie. Well, it's... You know, it's a long movie. There's a lot to talk about. So then James <laughs> Con gets mowed down by like 200 bullets. And then the guy that goes up to make sure he gets his last 20 in the chest and head. Soccer kicks him. Which I, I'm like, all right, that's insult to injury. But I guess it's the, you know, the equivalent of like spitting on a corpse. Me. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. But I just thought it was funny. Just the <laughs> soccer kick. And by the way. The soccer kick and, like, James Caan the first time he beats the shit out of the brother-in-law. The ghost punches in this movie are atrocious. Granted, 1972. I get it. It's a classic. A long time ago. I'm just saying. It was... It was off, bro. So, anyway. Just skip forward. Don dies like he's supposed to. You know, uh, and by the way, isn't that how everybody wants to go out? Like, he got out clean. Like, he got in, handled his business, you know, shit went sideways, he got out, and then nothing happened to him. He died playing with his grandkids. That's awesome. Good for him. But then at his funeral, his oldest son, Fredo the idiot, dude, he's got a part in his hair from, like, the left side of his head where it would be, like, the horseshoe to the his part. There's, like, three inches in between... <laughs> where his part should be, like it normally should be, like an eighth inch line down your head. It's like two to three inches. It's like, bro, just just have him cut his hair. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: then they go show you, you know, know you you're really into this like you, you yeah. You. <laughs> so listen, dude, it's it's kind of like uh, like busting balls. You know, I only do it to people that that I love and that I think can handle it. So. It's a movie that I ended up loving. It stands the test of time, so it's not like I'm affecting anybody's viewership of it. So oh, no, it, no, no, no. it could stand up to it. It could take the heat. <laughs> but then while they're doing the baptism towards the end of the movie, they cross to, you know, the barber shop, whatever, with the old-time foamer on the desk, and you know, they're going to lather them up. I I could never do that. I still I'm terrified that somebody would sneeze. And he'd clip me, or, like, I'd say something wrong, and he's like, oh, really? (laughs) Just fucking slice me one?
0: Nah, you shave with a regular old wrist. I don't know, bro.
1: Have you had a a close shave like that? Is that what you get? Yeah, I do. That's what my barber does. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. There's some trust involved there, bro
0: i mean i've had the same bug for 20 some odd years so yeah definitely some trust involved Because when i first started i wasn't you know i was barefaced so i wasn't getting but now i'm old man yeah gotta get clean that's how it is bro and then
1: so then they flash to the end of the you know it's the end of the movie where diane keaton's like listen which by the way diane keaton when al pacino comes back he's like listen i'm a mafia don now i see that you're walking these 12 kids you're a school teacher obviously But listen, we loved each other, right? Get in the fucking car. She's like, okay. It's like, oh, what happened to the kids, Diane? You just left them. (laughs) It's the Doritos commercial all over again, Mike. Fuck.
0: All over again.
1: But anyway, all in all, I'm going to go ahead and say that The Godfather, pretty good movie. Pretty good. It's my overall review. I agree. (laughs) Well, on that note.
0: I think we ought to knock his block off. Let's get I this. want the 10th card, man. The 10th card. The 10th? Yes, 10th. Count to okay. 10 and give me that card. All right, look. You got to watch out for you. Man. One, two,
1: leave. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Senior Citizen Senior bowling,
0: team. bowling Team. <laughs> it's a team of us, though. And I'll be a- 11, so I will be a redneck. A redneck. It's a team of us. If the powers are anywhere decent, you're definitely going
1: to lose, buddy. Senior citizen. So your your team captains are Drew Brees and Tom Brady,
0: the geriatric (laughs) team. Hey, Tom Brady
1: just won the – are you really talking about the guy who just won the
0: Super Bowl? Yeah, that's the best time to talk shit. As much as I dislike him, he just won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, he's on top. He can take it right now. I talk shit about him. He hears it. You know, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but he's going to go, you know what, I'm a Super Bowl champ, not going to hurt my feelings.
0: It might still hurt his feelings. People don't like to be called old, man.
1: Well, he's old. Not for this earth, but for football. So your first attribute is that your clothes are way too big. Oof. That's a tripping hazard for old people. My first attribute as a redneck is I'm literally wearing beer goggles. That's pretty apropos. Well, that's
0: pretty, <laughs> that, that's not really a disadvantage to you. probably used to. Yeah, it's superpowers. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, Mike, your next one is that your bottom half of your senior citizen bowling team is cowboy. So, <laughs> you got cowboys. So, uh, Spurs and chaps from horses. the waist down? What are you
0: talking about, man? You got
1: horses. You got horses from the waist down. You don't have a vehicle. And then mine is, a, eliminate all attributes in this fight. So we just have a redneck versus a senior a citizen bowling, bowling <laughs> team with Who cowboy wins? bottom halves.
0: No, you erase all attributes, so they got regular bottom halves. Nope, no oh, that's true. Halves. That's
1: true. Senior citizen team bowling team so versus a
0: redneck. Went. Straight up, we win. How? How? How?
1: You guys are old as fuck. You guys There's are wearing multiple, bowling shoes.
0: multiples.
1: Yeah, so what? So how many are on a bowling team? I, when I was on four. a bowling team, it, we had three. Four. There's Okay, so oh, four,
0: four old people. Old people versus redneck.
1: Are you doing co-ed?
0: With no teeth. Or are you just... No, my, my bowling team is all ex-Marines. Ex They're just old now. And we're going to kill you. That's just it. Okay,
1: so, so 65 plus ex-marines X
0: bowlers bowlers Bowl, okay bowlers so they're still wearing bowling, bowling shoes
1: like they're still wearing yeah. bowling shoes and so we have our own bowling balls it, okay so it's slippery i'm a redneck that's unpredictable okay where are we fighting this is huge
0: it doesn't matter if i have four people hit you why don't we say the parking balls. let's
1: fight in the parking lot of the bowling alley because that cool. seems like it would happen
0: that works So my four people are going to hit you with their bowling balls. No, first of all, you're you're not going to be able to throw
1: them at me. You're going to have to roll them towards me.
0: No, no, bowling balls come in bags. We're just going to swing the bags, bro. Okay, so all right,
1: in bags. First thing I'm doing is I'm lighting something on fire, and waving it around. Rednecks always have lighters, and they always have things that are flammable. Lighter fluid. I'm going to go in my trunk,
0: open up the bottle rockets. By the time you get in your trunk, you're getting hit with bowling balls in this arena. Yeah, but you you're guys are old as, as fuck. But we're ex-Marines, so we're not, like, out of shape or can't move. We're ex-Marines, old as fuck. We just happen to be old as fuck. Don't mean we can't move and fight.
1: That's true. Which is old. I will say that I was going to fight you a little Have bit you harder. You the
0: seen the senior, senior, senior Citizen Olympics? Man, no. they're running, like, 10. They're running, like, 10-7s. What? Fuck, Fuck, <laughs>
1: But I will give it to you because I did not think about the bowling bag balls with the handles on them. And swinging those as weapons, that's, that's a game changer. So, I game gotta give it to you. Game
0: changer, baby. No, 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 no.
1: Whatever. I think it's 3-3 three, three at this point, but who's counting? Oh, no. <laughs> Not us. Hey, as long as it's even, man, I don't
0: like to be a loser. <laughs> Sorry.
1: No, we haven't had a winning streak yet. Or a losing streak, need, for that matter.
0: I'm going on a winning streak man. Starting this week. Let's go. All right, bro. Because from now on, I'm taking the 10th. Now, I can't tell you a number. Because now you may put some sucky stuff at card number 10. I got to watch out for you. you I don't know what I didn't me. know you were picking 10. How am I supposed to know that? I see, mean, you ended up winning. You, if I told you if I was picking 10 every week, then you would know that. So now I can't tell you what my Except number. Except for the one week, week that you fuck me
1: up and you pick 9
0: or 11. <laughs> so now from now on, I'm just going to pick on the day of See, It doesn't bother me. I shuffle them. Yeah, but I don't no know. No
1: sleeves Mike. here, Mike. No sleeves here. I'm an open book. Know, I'm just Mike. hard to read sometimes.
0: You you got an Elvis shirt. I heard he did magic, so you might you might know magic, too. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. He was in the army.
1: So I uh, so this past <laughs> week, speaking of dead people like Elvis, I was getting ready. <laughs> Whoa. He is dead, isn't he? Is that? Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Shocker. No, that just, just, just was like out of nowhere, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in my bathroom getting ready after a shower or whatever, and so the other day and my bedroom door slammed shut. And I was like, for whatever, you know, it's the wind, obviously, or the air pressure, back pressure, whatever, but it it got me thinking, I'm like, man, when was the last time in my life I thought that could have potentially been a ghost? And I think I was maybe like, my son's age, like seven, maybe six. What's your what's your stance on ghosts? How do you feel?
0: What do you mean? I don't have a stance on ghosts. Do you believe in like ghosts? Dinosaurs. They are just like dinosaurs, Brendan. Ghosts will make the leap. I agree. What about deja vu?
1: Do you ever have deja vu? I do have deja vu sometimes. What do you What do? you do? Are you one of those people that's like, what the fuck? And you have to do something different? Or are you just like, eh, whatever? Definitely.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely have to change. The, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that.
1: Is it always, is your deja vu always bad?
0: No, no, it's just like, I was just here before, like, it's just, I, there's a moment in the day of doing something, I'm like, you know, I've done this before. Ah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you get the, you get the ickies?
0: <laughs> just break, break the, break it. Break it. the cycle? There you go, do something that I don't remember doing.
1: Do you think before? that any, any portion of it is like like being able to see the future at all or like your brain working on a different level or
0: something like that? Or you think it's just pure No, man, I think it's, I think it's pure crap. I think it's the fact that I do so much of the same stuff that is actually, I really was like in that moment before. Like I just do, my life is not like, it's consistent of a whole bunch of new stuff. It's very repetitive. We argue yeah. about, me and our friends argue about the same stuff. We do pretty much the same stuff. So <laughs> it could have actually happened before, but like it just hits you. And so you just be like, yo, no.
1: But, it's so, but you still get the feeling of like, I don't like that I feel like this has happened before I got to, you know, even if it's just something silly like take your hat off with your left hand, which you normally don't do or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also very superstitious, aren't you?
0: Not very. When it comes to sports? Not very, but certain stuff, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, okay. I mean, when I it comes to sports mistakes. and all that you watch say is say sports. That means that you're mostly superstitious.
0: I mean, I have sports superstitions. Like if I'm watching the game, we're losing, I'll cut it off. But also, I also like don't split the pole are with me. Like I have certain superstitions, but I'm not what you would consider very superstitious. I think.
1: Yeah, I I do have I do have some traditions that I do like like this year for Notre Dame. I just because of the timing, I didn't get to watch some of the games live, like the first couple, and so I wasn't wearing my jersey because I was at the little league field or whatever it was, and. So, then they were winning. So, I'm like, I just didn't wear a jersey all year. Even no. though I have, you know, five or six of them. I'm like, I, I'm just not going to wear it this year. And then, you know. So, I do have those I things, have a... too. But Dallas, like, Dallas with the Cowboys is weird, dude. Like, back in the day, before kids and everything, when we'd watch a game on Sunday and, you know, be getting loose, whatever. Like, if they, like, if they did something good, it would be like, all right, Dallas, you got to walk around the, the, the house again she'd be like okay and she'd go walk around that like anything is like hey whatever works keep doing it keep doing it don't move from this spot you know i'll bring you a drink don't move
0: <laughs> no i'm on that i'm i'm from that same type of if i do something and that worked then i'm doing it again that yeah one. i got you you're also a poker player though so that too
1: good things with repetition and poker kind of translate to or transcends into your regular life i guess but uh, I did see that your boy MJ was uh, involved in NASCAR this
0: Happy season. Happy birthday to the goat, baby. Happy birthday to the goat. Shout out to the goat. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so, how do you feel
1: about Michael being in uh, NASCAR? Do you care?
0: I mean, that's what they got a nice, they got a nice, I mean, he got uh, the uh, black guy. So, you know, it was a black thing. That's why I kind of. Well, that's, I
1: that's that what that I was kind of curious. That.
0: But you hear the first week they fail inspection not once but twice. The yeah. black team fails inspection No, twice.
1: no, no, no. All teams fail inspection, and everybody in NASCAR is cheating. And I will give you the inside information on this because my best friend James was – he he went out to North Cackalacka to be a race car driver. So he had a sponsor. He went out. I believe he started with – I don't remember what the cars are, but they're, you know, the ones that have the wings on them, I think, and go sideways or, I don't know. He's going to kill me for not remembering, but that's kind of best friend I am. Anyway, he upgraded to, he kept going and he got into late model stocks, which is basically the same style as like a NASCAR Bush series uh, style car. So he was, he was doing his thing. And so I was like, yeah, what about this cheating thing or whatever? He's like, dude, everybody cheats everybody gets as much you know because you're only allowed to torque this thing so many degrees or however they measure the pounds of pressure on torquing things and and how far open valves can be and all that kind of shit he's like it's microscopic so they push every little limit they can he's like it happens all the time so the fact that they failed two inspections just means that they're not good at it yet
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you can't win with that shit right like they take your w's away bro
1: no, because it's it's something that's so minor that if it's measured pre-race and post-race, that, like, let's say, uh, you know, how, and I could be butchering this, I probably am, because I don't know shit about cars, except they have Bananarama camshafts. But, like, they'll measure before and after the race, and they there's certain tolerances, because obviously the engine has has been doing work, so everything's not going to be as pristine and close and tight as it was in the beginning. You know, so there is allowances at the end of the race when they double-check it, so... You just got to stay within that pocket, and you're good. Oh, okay. But I was kind of curious. I'm like, man, that's awesome. I wonder if he's just doing, like, the Joe Gibbs thing. He's, like, just kind of putting his fingers into everything. Or if it was one of those, like, hey, dude, you give us a little bit of money. We'll feed you $30 million a year. And just tell black people that NASCAR is cool. <laughs>
0: you know, I don't know well, if that what, was it, too. From what uh, Lewis Hamilton, I think that's his name, said, is that, like, he spoke to MJ a couple times. Michael Jordan is not playing, like, he plans on winning like dude well he's mj he's never he's like if i'm in it okay
1: now let's do it but i wonder if that was the initial conversation
0: you know i don't know
1: just curious but anyway yeah pretty much so for uh for valentine's day lunch i went and got dallas in and out which a lot of people will be jealous because we live like a mile away from one
0: no one should be jealous, sorry. No one ever, don't ever be jealous of in and out Just don't. Not a fan? It is literally the most overrated fast food restaurant on the planet Earth.
1: That's what I'm talking about, Mike. We're nothing but controversy here. What's what's something that everybody likes? Let's
0: shit on it. Pretty hard. <laughs> no, 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 seriously.
1: I like it. That's what we like do. I was so I was Thought-provoking so silliness,
0: bro. I was so excited to go get it. It is nothing but a burger without a all dress. I'm like, come on. See, yeah. that's the
1: problem, is is for people that haven't had it and then come to California or, or Texas or Arizona, wherever they have them now, is that it's everybody's pumped it up, you know? The first time I saw Gladiator, I didn't. I was like, yeah, it was a good movie, but it wasn't great. And then I went back and rewatched it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's one of the best movies ever. But the hype was so big that when I saw it in the theater, I'm like, it's never going to live up to that hype, you know? But for people who grew up with In-N-Out that leave, it's a huge deal. Then it's like, oh, I miss In-N-Out because that's one thing. It's like an old Polaroid. It's something that is very specific and you can't get it back. You know, it's just, it's there only. So, I don't know. But they have crushed ice now. Does anybody care that In-N-Out, you know, somebody who doesn't change their menu.
0: Everybody in the world probably cares about crushed ice. I tell you, that's that's crust ice is kind of a big deal. Not me personally, but crust ice is a big deal.
1: And the fact that like a, a staple like in and out who doesn't change anything, they're like, no, we have a secret menu, we have a regular menu, and, and we do like six things and that's it. So the fact that the they would switch. Menu?
0: Maybe I need to try the secret menu. Like, do they got some bacon or something like, bro?
1: No, they don't. So the secret menu, I know they do Flying Dutchman, which is just two patties with two pieces of cheese. Um, They do... Veggie, which is just, you know, no meat. Dallas gets the grilled cheese, which is uh, just no meat, but with the lettuce, tomato, cheese, all that stuff. Um, Animal style is they do, like, the uh, onions, like the sauteed onions and spread and cheese or some shit. I don't know.
0: It's not spread. We don't need to call it spread. We're dressing it up. It's Thousand Island dressing. It is. That's what it is. They call it spread.
1: Okay. (laughs) chicken nuggets a chicken nugget but you know you call it that because of mcdonald's so whatever i call whatever the fuck i want mike i call it orange in
0: and out jizz <laughs> i don't care <laughs> so then they have chicken nuggets are not created equal because chick-fil-a is on a different level bro just so you know do you use the polynesian sauce no chick-fil-a sauce man if you use anything else less than chick-fil-a sauce you're uncivilized and I don't even know what's in that crap, to be honest. But it's amazing. <laughs> it's me. So, what's in it? Couldn't tell you what it is. That's like half some the shit I make like, in the
1: kitchen. It's That's like a like
0: form of I'm... mayonnaise and honey mustard. It's somewhere in between there, but it's amazing. It's
1: just, I bet it's you it's mayonnaise it. and honey mustard. I bet <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. So that's kind of that was our lunch for Valentine's Day. But, uh, what'd you do? Happy belated birthday for anybody just tuning in for the first time on this episode. To uh, Mike, do you do
0: anything fun? Nah, nothing special, man. Just what I do every day, which be Mike, be Mike. (laughs) I want to be like
1: Mike. You do it every day, bro. Yeah, man,
0: that's about it. Well, that's it. Nothing special, man. And then yeah, nothing for Valentine's
1: Day, just sitting there being thirty-seven, huh?
0: Just sitting around being thirty-seven,
1: Brendo. Yeah. We uh, we ended up going, and we went to a local breakfast joint, uh, Joe's Cafe, which was the dude that is the owner of Joe's Cafe was on Chopped, and that's how we ended up oh, finding that's out. It, man. Yeah, so he won. So he won and expanded in this little strip mall just bought the you know lease place next to it expanded whatever Mm -hmm. and it's a great little joint right right uh around the corner i ran into uh dude that's cop now that i used to work with so that was kind of nice but you know i i love the fact that he won shots and then all of a sudden just blew up because now it's like if you don't get there or you know on time it's 45 minute wait just for this little restaurant whatever but it's local so everybody supports it it's awesome, but I, I watch all kinds of cooking shows like that. So I've, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a local spot over here, whatever. But do you watch any cooking shows?
0: Yeah, Master Chef. That's it? That's it.
1: I watch Man vs. Food, though, but they're not really cooking. He's just eating on them. They were good back in the day with Adam, whatever his name was. Yeah, but they
0: got the new Man vs. Food, dude, He don't win no contest. He don't literally, he never win. Yeah. He's just what a big big silly guy now. Yeah, like what are you on here for now? They they cast the wrong guy. They need this they need to go back, recast, and find someone
1: else. Yeah, possibly. I think that the Adam dude just Adam Richmond was his name. There it is. But um
0: Oh, I have I, no clue what his name is. I
1: think he just had it nailed down to the perfect amount of silliness, but he actually could do it and he did all the competitions
0: and he like he, and defeated, he would win uh, sometimes. That's the whole thing. Yeah, like, it was really like 50-50. 50 yeah he really could eat like this dude don't even be close bro it it kills me yeah it, blo- it like it, it makes me mad sometimes that you're not even close like they didn't pick someone better
1: <laughs> well i mean maybe for what they wanted the show to be maybe they didn't want to be competition based anymore you know just like hey all you fat fucks here's giant plates of food
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know but that's gonna get rich and travel the world for food how about that that'd be nice Win a reality show. Actually there was somebody that asked uh which reality show would we be on if we could pick? Which one would you which what's your favorite Me? if you have one and what show would you be on? Yeah.
0: My favorite is the same one I'd be on, and which is Big Brother. That's my favorite reality show. But there are some new ones out here that <laughs> if I was a little bit younger out in the field, I'd be interested in joining <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, and we're, we're not talking about The Bachelor either. <laughs> no, we're
0: no, no, no. not talking about The
1: Bachelor. No, we're talking about anything that says In Paradise or... or uh, Are you the one? The mates, anything titles. that has mates in the title. <laughs> Bikini, beach, anything.
0: 23-year-old single Mike. <laughs> oh, I'd have be been up for that. Oh,
1: do you remember that stupid MTV show that we that I got you into watching that reality one when you live with us the one where it was like kind of like Survivor but they would drop packages and they had to like negotiate the money and it was majority rules on getting like supplies I, and shit I like have that a
0: small memory of what you're talking about but I don't remember like that,
1: the name exactly that's this. how bad the reality show game is these days but I would, al- I would also say that I would be on Big Brother just because I've seen it more recently and I, I, like I do enjoy it I think I would be pretty good at it.
0: I think I could win. I'm telling you, they ever let me on there, I think I could
1: win. Well, here's the thing, Mike: you have to apply, and you have to be willing to be famous. Those are two oh, things that brother, are not in your wheelhouse, people, bro.
0: Big Brother people really aren't famous. Like you ain't got to be famous to be on Big Brother. You on there? while you? are No, no, no. I'm saying, if you are on Big Brother, after. you are then forever famous. I doubt it. As long as you don't like make a social media and keep up with being famous, ain't nobody coming looking for you, bro. Like MTV might call to see how you doing or whoop, 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 how you been. But outside of that, but if you win it and say you want to start a restaurant and then you can be famous because you can use the fame. To- why
1: do you think like a sports athlete? Why do you want to open a restaurant right away?
0: I'm just, I you know, most restaurants religion.
1: fail. What was your backup plan? A car wash?
0: No. <laughs> a dispensary. Yeah, a dispensary. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, that should be my first plan Actually, the those are booming right I now. I
1: know it's crazy, dude. But you have to have so much money just to even get in. It's insane. But that's where the money is. It takes money to make money. Absolutely. But yeah, no, I uh, I definitely think I think you'd be good on Big Brother, for sure. Yeah, I think I can do decent. Every, you'd be the person that just kind of is like mellow in the back and then be like Final Four and go, fucking Mike's here? And then you take him down.
0: <laughs> hey, yo, that's how the girl won. What's her name? I forgot her name, but that's all she won. She probably she might have played the background, and then when it got to like the Final Five or Final The Six, poker player? Uh, Was she a poker player? Oh, no, no, no. no the, the, the poker player was pretty good. The blonde girl, Nicole? Yeah, the blonde chick. Yeah. There you go, Nicole. Yeah, she's good. She's really good, Yeah, actually. she was good. Yeah, she was. She back was really in the day, they
1: don't... I, I wouldn't have been on a dating show. I'm awkward as shit anyway. But I would have probably been on Survivor if I was more fit, like, back in the day. That was uh, no that, way. that was my favorite. No way. Except I can't swim very well.
0: I've seen a Survivor where they, like, made him, like, eat, like, horse eyeballs. Like, I'm not eating none of that bullshit. Right? Horse
1: eyeballs? I think you were watching Fear Factor, bro.
0: Oh, that's what it might have been. Fear <laughs> <Factor. Yeah.
1: laughs> that's a completely
0: different show. That one's Tyrone Bigum. Survivor have you out in the in the wild in the wilderness? No crack, shit? Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Survivor, you be out like in the wilderness and shit. Like you might be a bear or something out there, like bro. I'm yeah, dead. see,
1: but I yeah, I'm I'm way better with that. Except I can't swim very well. Never have been a good
0: swimmer. I can swim decent, but I don't want to swim in the water that Survivor's gonna have you in. Cause what yeah. else is in there, buddy? I almost drowned once. You should be able to swim very good. You live in California, bro.
1: I know. know. And I used to go to the beach all the time.
0: I was about to say, when you get in that water and you hear that alarm, you better be able to swim real fast.
1: (laughs) No, no alarms, but I went to, uh, gosh, I want to remember how long ago this was. Probably 10 years ago. I want to say I was maybe like 20, 23, 24. So a little over a decade ago. And me and my buddy Kaneen, who's now a firefighter, um, awesome dude, we go down to Zuma just to go uh, just body surfing. So we go out there. We're out there for 45 minutes or so. And him and I are, are far out there. Pretty far out there. A couple hundred yards out there. And dude, this riptide comes in. And I think I was out there for probably 30 minutes trying to go with the riptide, swim parallel to the beach and just slowly go in. And dude, I was literally out there by myself like Took my last breath and like accepted the fact that this was it. Threw my hand up, and got about I don't know. Seemed like ten feet down, and somebody grabbed me, threw me on the boat, threw a blanket around me, and took me into shore. Like no shit, almost drowned.
0: Bless your life,
1: bro. Yeah. And then as soon you as I got to back to space. shore, we started walking oh, back to our. <laughs> we started walking back to our stuff, which is now like a half mile up the beach. I'm like, oh. I'm like, you want to go back in when we get back? And he's like, dude, we let's go home. We got to go. <laughs> no, we're not going back out there. Yeah, like, all not right.
0: going, definitely not taking you back
1: out there. Like, why not, man? Go right back at it. If something hurts you, go punch it right back in the face. No bad idea in some cases, bro. Yeah, but probably not the ocean. That one doesn't fuck around.
0: It's not your world. No. <laughs> See, people will fail to understand that is not your world. Land is where humans believe. You buy pools so you can swim a little bit You can experience the water But the ocean is not your habitat That is not your world That belongs to those big fish And those mammals that are out there That have gills and have the ability to live And that stuff You're not supposed to be out there It's not built for you Which is why you drown What about boats? Beings. How do you feel about boats? Is that cool? Boats are- Boat, you can go out there and both if you feel safe until one of them rock your don't feel <laughs> mad if something rocks your boat. Just don't. You're in their house. It's like somebody coming to your house and knocking on your door it just regular time, making all this noise. If you decide to shoot them with your illegally owned gun, you didn't do anything wrong. That's what happened if somebody violates your crib. That's nature. You riding boats through the water at whatever May time you decide <laughs> to ride a boat, you are violating their house. If they decide to wake up and knock on you. And address you for knocking on their door at that time of morning, or whatever reason, you got to deal with them not handling you in that manner. Period. That's on you. That's I can appreciate that sentiment for sure. Man, look. All right, so uh, I, so for your thirty-eighth yeah, birthday, we're not
1: going on a cruise.
0: All right. Absolutely not. You can't <laughs> get me on no boat. I saw a cruise. The other not day. even a fishing video. boat. No what those are the worst i have a better chance on a cruise <laughs> people be on fishing boats trying to go outweigh. way like you know that's beyond your time you know that's beyond your space if a shark bumps that boat buddy you're done you're done if a shark bumps that boat what about done. like lake fishing though Oh, we can do lake. If it ain't no sharks in it, you, I'm down. Okay, that's all right. Because I all can right. swim, so I'm good. There are no. Well, hold up. I ain't gonna say not no sharks because I ain't doing swamp waters. <laughs> I don't do crocodiles and Fuck that type of that. Dude. No, nah, I don't want. I don't want no parts of that either. But give me some lake water or some creek water. I'm gonna be a little dirty afterwards, but that's it. That's all, I can all right. deal with that go home, shower, and we're good. That's man. what I'm talking about.
1: I'm in the same Listen, lane. But
0: I'm in the same lane. Anything right there. that can swallow me or take my. I don't want no parts of it. If their water contains stuff that can swallow me whole or eat me, that's their world. I don't want to be in it. Would you ever do the
1: catfishing thing where you just stick your hand in the water and let them bite your bite your arm and you just yank them no. out of the water?
0: Absolutely not, Brenda. That is absolutely <laughs> crazy. That makes no sense. That's how so a man, lot of people catch catfish. So then the catfish bite your arm, so now you're bleeding into the catfish's No, mouth.
1: their teeth are like, you either wear a glove or you're just oh, not you're a pussy. A
0: glove, it is like safe, I guess. Bro, it's safe. Not you're trying not going to die. I'm not trying to break blood to eat a fish. I can just go buy one from the store, bro. That's why I work every day. I bro, know. I'm you just asking you? if you would. It's not like. No, I would. Like if the if the weather wasn't bad though, I'd do like that you know that show where they be out catching like the crabs and stuff. I know people died on that boat, but that's because they be out there just doing too much. Okay, so you fish don't fish. want to go
1: on a fishing boat, well, but you out, want to go crabbing
0: at like deadliest catch style. But I don't want to go. See, thing about the deadliest catch style, they be out there when the time... No, I want to go. It needs to be a nice smooth day. Whoop, 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 and then we just throw the net, grab crabs, and roll out. Yeah, it's they'd called the there. Catalina fishing trip. You know what I'm saying? Ties be, boat be shaking and they still trying to catch crabs. Bro, like y'all doing too much. And then somebody died. It's like, oh, why did he die? Because <laughs> we were out here and the waves were 20 feet high and we were still riding this little boat trying to catch crab. That's why he fell in the water and died. Duh, duh. Like, come on, bro. Like, Some stuff just doesn't make sense. And then people want to look around like the world is dead and wrong or something wrong or it's crazy. It's not crazy. Think about the stuff you do before you do it, bro. And then you realize it's not that crazy. There's something crazy happening. Happen. Cause, Yeah, calculated risks. they it's all calculated risks.
1: I was just surprised that you would want to go on one of those boats as opposed to a normal
0: boat. Well, cause I can do something with the food. I eat crabs. I don't really you eat could fish. eat the I don't fish. Don't fish. Don't eat I, don't eat I don't eat catfish. I don't eat fish, bro, and I definitely ain't eat no catfish. It's like the filthiest fish in the world.
1: All right, bro. Just just asking. <laughs> you got some some weird shit going on in that head, bro. Or we can catch some shrimp. I eat shrimp too. Prawns, shrimp bone. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always think of uh, Blue Streak when he's like, not shrimp, prawns, man. <laughs> Every time I think of shrimp, I think of Bubble gum. Well, yeah, that's bubble the initial gum. one. Mm-hmm. What uh, you been watching anything lately? Anything new?
0: Um, Good Girls on Netflix. <laughs> really? really funny show. Pretty funny show, bro. What's it about? Uh, just like some regular women who ended up falling on a hard time financially, so they go hit a grocery store, which leads to one thing, which leads to another thing. It's pretty funny, bro. <laughs> pretty All funny. right. I'll have to check that out. Anything else? Yeah. It's a series. I think they're on season three now. Oh, okay. So you can kind start. of
1: just binge through it if you want to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Season three is about to start. So, yeah, you can definitely binge through it. Yeah, it was pretty. And I ran into it by accident, but it's pretty funny. I That's know
1: We'll put it on the list for sure. Anything else
0: you've been watching? No, nah, A whole bunch of sports, man. You know my main objective was sports, but I throw a lot of stuff in there. I did watch One Night in Miami oh, already. It's pretty good. It yeah.
1: Was... Yeah, that... that it, yeah. When Dallas and I watched it, it was definitely one of those things that we were super happy about it. Um, you know, once we were through.
0: Um, I gotta watch the Denzel movie though, the little, the little thing, something like that. I heard it's pretty good.
1: I don't know, man. I think this is the first movie where Denzel is gonna be like, not Denzel. So I'm afraid to watch it. I
0: heard the movie's good. I, I haven't actually heard like people. Because he's another one good. of those
1: people. He's been looking like himself for 35 since like the Preacher's <laughs> wife. He's never changed.
0: Yeah, somebody told me the movie good, but not many people were just like, Denzel's performance was outstanding. Like, that's not a lot of what, I haven't heard, not saying people said it was bad either, but I just heard the movie was good. No one was just leaving it to, usually when you know what I'm saying, like, Denzel was good and this. You know? Yeah. I just heard the movie was good, so we'll see. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, we just, uh, we're a little over halfway through Ted Lasso, which is on Apple TV. That show is the shit, dude. It's one of the best shows I've seen. Well. It's about... So, it's it's about uh, basically the movie Major League where the, uh, the divorcee wants to just capsize the team and get rid of it. Or, you know, ruin it, whatever. Same concept, but, you know, this... The owner lady ends up kind of falling in love with Ted Lasso, who is an American college football division two or three coach or something like that. And she is the owner of a soccer team in England, which probably should have started with and hires him as like, oh, we're getting a football coach to come coach football over here, even though it's a completely different game, whatever. And this dude's just like the most charming glass half full guy, you know, of all time. And it's just basically him learning about how to coach soccer and just his interactions. It's just really well written. And it's a it's a laugh, you know, tug at your heartstrings, the whole thing. It's awesome. It's a great show. Looking forward to wrapping that up. And it's only a half hour. So oh, you, you can bang him out. You know, I, we watch like one or two a night. <laughs> get it done in a week, you're done. So
0: you
1: looking forward to wrapping up Ted Lasso this week. And then that'll be that. So, musically, where are we at? Where are we at this week, Mike?
0: I see this week I'm mean, um, the Judas and Messiah soundtrack dropped this week, so I've been kind of listening to that. Are you excited so, for that? I'm excited to see the movie. Yeah. Kinda. I'm more. I was more excited for the tri- uh, soundtrack because they have a song with Jay Z and Nipsey Hussle. So. Oh, there you go. So this will be Nipsey's, I guess, final song unless someone else drops it with drops music with him.
1: I'm sure they're gonna find so many, you know, archives. Different ways, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be out there. That's cool. That's a, all right. We'll look into that for sure. Um, thanks for the recommendation last week. By the way, Black Cobain is awesome. Been enjoying that very so, much. I'm
0: glad, I'm glad. Yeah, keep him in rotation. That's my God.
1: Yeah. No, he he was good. So I was I was going back and forth between that and the Spotify playlist where we did uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats and Snoop. That was a nice chill fucking groove for a while there. So uh, this week we're going to it's we're going to be slapping the bass. So I'm going we're going with Prince and Bonnie Raitt. For uh I can't go wrong with Prince. That's right. And Bonnie Raitt's a badass too. So
0: Bonnie Raitt or Raitt.
1: Raitt. so uh that'll be up this week along with all the other ones we we just leave the playlist up so you can go back and listen to the old ones whenever you want to um i kind of you know start throwing in shit during the week that i'm listening to that's kind of uh prevalent anyway so check that out when you can and mike did you know just a little advice to get you through the week when you're loading your dishwasher if you put all the forks in one, all the butter knives in another, all the teaspoons in one compartment, tablespoons in another, the cleanup's so easy. You just pick them all up at once and put them all in the same designated spot in the drawer. So on was that, that you, note, Mike,
0: that your thing for the week.
1: Well, unless you have something better, Mike, come at me. Drop some knowledge <laughs> on me, Mike. What do you got?
0: I don't have no knowledge, but now that I know that, we're dropping knowledge. Next week I got some knowledge, but my best knowledge for you is... Stay out of alleys at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that
1: note, uh, make sure you download, rate, subscribe, share it with everybody. Follow us at Black Irish Pod. some
0: man. Come on. Show us some love.
1: We are starting to get some love. We are now in officially seven different countries. So we're uh, we're getting out there, Mike.
0: Seven countries you get to see this mug. Seven countries so far.
1: So. We'll keep going, but uh, follow us on Instagram, at brendalis 7 at blackiris213. Check us out on YouTube every week. And uh, like we said, just share. Let other people have some fun, too. So, there you go, man. until next week, Mike.